I'm your host, Adam Vasquez. Along with me is a guy who has been wearing Fireman Ed's hat and chanting J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 all week long. Hello, Chad. Hello, Charles. Hello. 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 Good to be here. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. This is a Jets podcast. I'm amped. I don't know if it's still just the hangover from the Cowboys loss to an un- to a defeated team such as the Jets or if it's just, um, you know, Week week seven, week seven vibes. You know, it could be either. I don't know. It's a toss up, really. But uh, I'm I'm feeling extra giddy this week after after our uh, Blitz Darnold uh, came through big for us. Oh man, what a beautiful guy that guy is, huh? He just oh. uh, let Dallas in, let them just get all snuggly and comfy, thinking they were going to win that game. With, but easily and then just tore the doors off of that defense that hoax defense with his yeah. uh with his severed spleen that he played with <laughs> did you see the uh little snippet of the uh, sideline reporter wearing the protective vest no. and she <laughs> it looked like full-on body armor like there was Wait. not one who was wearing it one of the the sideline reporters, the some, oh, oh. some lady, I can't remember her name, but she had it on what uh, basically what Darnold was wearing during oh, the game. Oh, 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 I see. To to protect all of his vital organs. Yeah, it was uh, it was massive. I don't know how he was moving in that thing, but um, but yeah, he pulled it through. And actually, you know, I stand corrected for uh, last last week's podcast when. Uh, the Jets just looked awful, and I said, I don't see how Darnold could make that much of a difference. Yeah, it was night and day. He did. But then again, you also had the Dallas effect where you're just playing a team that's fake news. So was it really Darnold, or was it just – Yeah, we'll find out this week because the team prior was the Eagles. But, like, several things from that game uh, that were just amazing to me. One was Darnold – was pretty clean the whole game. Like the offensive line was able to keep uh I can't remember his name. The the Dallas end that we were talking about last week. Quinn, Robert Quinn. 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 Yeah. Kept him completely off of Darnold after yeah. giving up ten sacks the week before. Um and again, yet again, Zeke just not having any effect. It, I'm realizing there's like a correlation there with Dallas. If Zeke doesn't run the defense is on the field more, and I just don't think right. they're very good. Like, they just get exposed if they if they have to play defense for a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I agree. They looked uh, – I was surprised because uh, the Jets, like we talked about last week, their O-line was just horrible. Quinn was in the so backfield every other play. And then, surprisingly, I don't think Darnold got sacked till. I don't, it was pretty late in the game. I think Quinn finally got a sack on him, but yeah. he was clean and upright most of the game. I will give him credit. I, I noticed he, he moves around in the pocket extremely yeah. well, like just subtle little movements that like keep him out of harm's way for like a second longer to let him get release the ball. He does, He's just phenomenal at that. But yeah, um, but yeah, he, he, he's incredible. I, I'm, I was shocked with, how much different they looked like guys like uh your guy Jamison Crowder was back to I know just a you know slot murderer again and yeah um what's his name uh Rob Robbie Rob Robbie uh, Anderson Robbie Anderson he looked unbelievable he looked like yeah. like Djax he was tearing it up um uh, yeah it was so totally different team it was a fun game and uh, surprisingly Le'Veon Bell really didn't even do that much. No, thankfully for him, because the week before, I don't think they ran a play that wasn't either a handoff or a screen pass to Le'Veon Bell against the Eagles. That poor yeah. guy. Yeah, he was getting getting murdered. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, they basically did it all mostly through the air and with Darnold. 
I think. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. They did. They, the offense played really, really well. Again, I think for all the concerns or they're not really concerns, all the, the uh, pure joy I've taken in Dallas's offense struggling. I think their defense maybe is even more concerning if you're a Dallas fan. I don't know why you're listening to this. If you're a Dallas fan, honestly, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just can't get enough. They keep coming back. <laughs> they hate listening. Uh, <laughs> and you're welcome here too yeah i guess uh and then the jets defense i will give the jets defense credit i mean they did have some good series against the eagles the week prior and like it looked like they could be good they're just frustrated but like jamal adams balled out and the jets the whole jets defense played really really well yeah yeah they they were they were pretty impressive um they well like you already said i mean they basically shut down zeke for he for the whole first half he started picking yeah. it up a little bit because in the second half I think he ended up with a decent yardage total but um the whole first half basically he was non-existent which is just hilarious because um when Garrett went for it on fourth and two in yeah. the second I think it was the second quarter he, he decided to go for it on fourth and two on the seven yard line uh, I think they what they had Dak run it to the play before that, Zeke got tossed for like negative yardage. And yeah. I think up to that point, I checked and I think they had maybe 20 yards total on the ground, maybe a little over 20 yards. And Garrett decided that, you know, running it on fourth and two was the answer. <laughs> if he had kicked the field goal at that point, that would have put it seven and six. Yeah. Seven to six. I mean, yeah, and that would have put all the pressure back on the Jets. I mean, that would have changed a lot of things probably. Which is just so great because the very next play after they didn't get it, the Jets I think did a had a one play touchdown. Well, it was like a yep, nine, the next yep. one play in ninety yards to Robbie Anderson <laughs> just buried him. What a that uh, was a heck of a throw by Darnold. Yeah, that uh that ninety like ninety four yard touchdown or whatever he he just laid that thing out there. Yeah, Anderson. he's 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 a baller. I yeah, like I will say, I which I mean. We can go ahead and start, I guess. But the uh, my he's easily my Theismann Award winner, Saquon Theismann Award winner of the week. Because I mean, tearing up Dallas in Dallas. You'll notice the last two have come against Dallas. They are giving up the most Theismann Award winners uh, <laughs> of the whole league. The most Theismans per week on average <laughs> in Dallas in the Big D. I will say oh. the one thing I'm a little tired of is. And I don't care, but every time Dallas loses, all of their fans immediately are like, Garrett, oh, Garrett sucks. Garrett, like, fire Garrett. Garrett's awful. Like, I don't like Garrett. I don't like him at all. But he is the same dude that just a year ago, they were, you know, had a losing record or or, or 500 record. And then he took him on a run and, you know, got him in the playoffs. Dallas is back, whatever. And, you know – at some point, he's not even the one calling the plays. At the, like, you know what I mean? I, I just don't understand how he's always right. the uh, the target. <laughs> to me, I think you make him coach for life, and you see what happens. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that seems like the answer. I don't. I don't know what's so hard to figure out. The guy's. You know, he's a winner. You just gotta yeah. give him a chance. He's backed up Troy Aikman as they bring up on every broadcast. You know, so he knows what winners <laughs> look like. Right. And and he's got Dak. What else yeah. do you want from the guy? Another winner. Another winner. Oh so. man, I I just hope they pay him so badly. I know that he he shows flashes every once in a while, but I just I think they'd be so good for the league to always have them be like six and ten and thinking they're yeah. they're ready for the prime time and just always just always on the come up. Yeah, just always, always on that come up. Anyway, what a great week. Good job, Jets. This is a Jets podcast. We promised it would be. Uh, Otherwise, well, obviously, I didn't have a great week. Captain Kirk, regular season Mm. MVP, coming coming in big. Oh, real quick on that. Did you see Zach Brown? I was just getting ready to say Kirk Cousins just out here costing people their jobs. Oh, wow. I was – I was actually pretty happy that happened. I was pissed at him for making the statements initially to begin with. Yeah. Because why? Why give anybody in the NFL, like, 
any little edge. Uh, <laughs> and then the fact that he got cut the next day is just wrong. It's just so beautiful. Like, I, I don't know. I Obviously, he came from the skins. I, he was all right for us, but I was never crazy about him. I feel like he did stupid stuff like that with us on occasion, ran his mouth too much. Um, and especially well, he did. He did when he got to Philly. He talked about like how terrible it was in Washington. He's so yeah. glad he's on a good team now. And then the reason they cut him is because he didn't, or Doug said the reason they cut him is because he didn't buy into what they were doing on defense. Like it doesn't even make sense if if you think this is such a great place, you know. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand him because it just seems like he's everywhere he goes, he's disgruntled. Like he was. Yeah. He came to us. And he ended up being disgruntled there, and then they are here, and we ended up bumping him down the depth chart and then cut him. And then he goes to you guys who – I mean, clearly you guys are doing something right. I mean, I know this year it's been a little Ish. up and down, but, I mean, yeah, you're fresh off of a Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, you guys are always usually always in games typically. Even if yeah. you're, even if you get down early, you usually always come back. Your defense always stiffens up. So I mean, I just, he, Zach Brown's just a moron. Plain I can't and wait till he and signs fact, to the next place. The fact We're, that he had, he was so like, um, you know, such a big talker going into the game about how bad Cousins is and he's their weakest link, and then after the game doesn't even have the cajones to, uh, to own up to it and say, hey, you know, I was wrong. Cousins balled out when the reporters were asking him about, yeah. you know, the cousin situation. Oh, I don't want to talk about him. Any other questions? Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. When you went now, after you don't. Yeah, and to make it worse, I don't know how closely you watched that game. Obviously, I, you know, I watched every snap, and there was at least two, maybe more, at least two plays where Zach Brown just came unblocked um, on a blitz or on a scramble play. And it was just him and Kirk, like, bet, make a play. And Kirk freaking Cousins shook him and was able to, like, get by him for first downs or to, to get a pass off. And it's like, you you talked all that nonsense, and then you had your chance to pay up right here, you know, against this guy that's supposedly so weak. And not, I don't even disagree with him. Like, Kirk will fold when the, when it's, when the yeah. time comes. But, yeah, it's just so frustrating. But he's yeah. gone. Eagles lost big time in Minnesota. Uh, it's a bigger issue is that our cornerbacks are just absolute trash bags at this point. And, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> just dumpsters, just toters yeah. rolling around the field. Yep, and Jalen Ramsey's gone now. So we are getting – supposedly getting uh, Darby and, and – I mean, not Darby, Jalen Mills and Darby, but – and Crevon LeBlanc, the guy that – uh, start against uh, in the playoffs last year for us. They're all coming back healthy in the next two weeks, so we'll see what happens. But uh, big news, forget about all that. Speaking of Zach Brown, <laughs> his ex-team, Chad, is Bill Callahan the future of the Redskins? Apparently he is because all he does is win. Fire up uh, DJ. <laughs> Undefeated. Yeah. 1-0 under the Callahan regime. Yeah. Uh, new sheriffs in town. So you guys better uh, saddle up because we're here to we're here to rodeo. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that the way that game went, especially down to the wire, I'm not saying he's like the the truth, but I yeah. see a world where Jay loses that game coming right down the pipe. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's very likely. Um, I don't know. Obviously, there was not you know winning 17 to six over the Dolphins is nothing to hoot and holler about. Um, right. But, you know, he our run game did get going, which, yep. you know, to, to before that game was basically non-existent. Um, so, AP I mean, that's a plus. yards, right? Yeah, he did. I think a little over 100. Um, so, that's, that's a bright spot. Uh, Case Keenum still looks like trash. But, or, yeah, um, for a second I was rethinking if it was Case or Colt. <laughs> I can't keep up at this point. <laughs> it was Case, though. The he, mediocre oh, white journeyman quarterback that you guys played. Didn't play. <laughs> Which one <Super> was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
I don't know. The um, it was weird because actually, on one hand, his his deep balls <laughs> looked a little bit better. He connected with Terry a couple times on some big plays. Um, Another touchdown for Terry. Yeah. Right. It was. Yeah. It was. It was beautiful. Um, so he had some. He had some good looking deep throws, which he'd been struggling with uh, up to this point. But then still, he's missing all these short throws that it's it's like anytime anybody like does a a quick out and he's trying to hit them within like five yards he just he misses them every time it's I don't know it's it's weird strange he's he's very bad at those throws so (laughs) I don't know if he could just pull it all together he'd you know maybe get it going but right um well I think we see Haskins sooner or later so really yeah, I think at some point, as bad as Case is playing, it's kind of like, I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, what he can't possibly do much worse. If you give Haskins a full week, two weeks of first-team reps and kind of design a game plan around him, I can't imagine he does any worse than Keenum. So it's kind of uh, – I don't think he could do worse, but I also could see the logic of just letting – like basically redshirting him because – like, I don't know. I just – I guess it could be good either way. It seems like it could be a situation where it just completely harpoons his confidence uh, because yeah. of just the team around him, where if he just, like, learns this year – you know, he should have stayed in college another year probably anyway. So he just yeah. kind of stays there and learns, and then next year, fresh fresh slate, maybe he comes out. But, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I see pros and cons of both. I mean, I kind of get uh, where a lot of the fan base is arguing and tweeting that he needs to go in because how else is he going to learn unless he gets, like, in-game experience? That's the best way for him to start learning. And, I mean, I kind of get that, but then I also feel a little more along the lines of what you stated that I think that – I think there is a big thing um, with with confidence and and kind of protecting their confidence until they're ready. We've seen a ton of QBs come in to DC, Jason Campbell, Patrick Ramsey, that, you know, had had tools uh, and raw talent. And then they just, they played before they're ready and just their careers went nowhere. So yeah, I think there is something to maybe, making him wait uh wait it out uh plus if he goes in before he's ready this ridiculous fan base you know is just going to start ripping him to shreds they're going to be ready to move on for him they're they're going to be all on the two two, uh to a boat and uh you know i think that you just can't give up on a first round pick um top 15 pick that quickly so i don't know it's probably best that he sits but plus hot take from this guy you heard it here first I just don't think Tua is going to be as good as everybody thinks he's going to oh, be. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sound uh, the alarms. We, we could talk more about that maybe on a future pod, but I see – I could see, especially depending on what – podcast. What, yeah, our off-season pods. That's when these will actually get good. I, I, I could see, uh, especially with <laughs> – you know, depending on what organization he goes to, but, <clears throat> you know, anyway, it's just he's playing with – a stacked deck right now at Alabama that right that doesn't exist well, elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, much like Haskins did. I yeah, mean, I mean that's why Haskins, you know, looked so incredible. I mean, he had he had a stacked deck, um, and some you know with all that talent around him, um, you know, it makes his job a heck of a lot easier. So, um, you know, yeah, too obviously you'll have a lot more experience coming in, but still. That's true. It, it, it makes a big difference when your team's just light years better than everyone else. He just reminds me so much of like guys like, uh, and it's not just the lefty thing, but, but I don't know if you remember back like Matt Leiner for USC, the yeah. team with uh, Reggie Bush in them. Like there's something about certain yeah. college quarterbacks that they just are, are so electric, but when it's not just receivers running down the field wide open, which is what all these guys are used to, um, yeah. And these college offenses, I think it gets tighter for some of these guys. Anyway, we could discuss more yeah. of that later. Pro style quarterbacks seem to be better, but 
Um, the last other game, I mean, we called this Giants uh, lost to the to the Pats. Um, I don't really know if there's much to say there, but uh, overall, you took one from me, and so mm-hmm. for the season, <laughs> you took that Eagles victory, betting on your guy, uh, Redskins legend Kirk. Uh, so now for the season, I am only up by one going into uh, going here into week. Is it week seven? Week eight? I believe it is. This is week seven because we're one in five, and that equals six. There we go. So, there we go. But you haven't had a buy, right? Some math for you guys. What's that? You haven't had a buy yet. Not yet. Not yeah, yeah. yet. It's uh, coming up. I don't know. Here soon. A couple weeks, I believe. All right. So that was. Uh, we kind of touched on Thiesman. Did you have any others aside from Darnold, or are we just? Um. No, I think I'm in agreement with that one. I mean, you know, he's, this is the Jets podcast. If yeah. I had to give it to a Redskin, it would probably go to Terry McLaurin again for his uh, beautiful day. But um, I think Darnold's, Darnold's are big thighs of the week. Yep, yep, I would agree with that. If I had to give one, I'd probably give it to um, not our secondary <laughs> or our defensive coordinator staff. So I'm not going to designate anyone specific that gets it, but just not them. Is, just letting uh, them know that they're not getting it. Right, right. Let's dive into the games this week. So we got Redskins, Niners uh, to kick things off. You, you're facing your old guy, Kyle Shanny. How are we, how we feeling about that? Uh, not good, Adam. Not good. <laughs> Shanahan came out this week and said he is not even concerned about the – the uh the Redskins but he is happy he left that organization and its dysfunctional nature does that fire the boys up maybe get them a little extra sauce I don't maybe but they're probably all like well you know he's got a point (laughs) (laughs) yeah I saw his I saw uh, one of his press conferences here uh past couple days and they were asking him what is favorite part of working for the Redskins was and he said oh I'd probably have to be you know getting to work alongside my dad and they're like what about your least favorite and he said uh everything else (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) just taking shots at uh Bruce which hey you know (laughs) yeah anybody that wants to take a pot shot at Bruce is okay in my book but um, you may get a standing O from from the crowd at FedEx he very well might uh, so not, you know, I don't. No love lost between Kyle and the Redskins. I'd say this is probably a little bit of a revenge game for him. Um, it's true. He's gonna want to take it to Dan and Bruce. So uh, we'll see. They're they're still undefeated. Uh, yeah, they've beaten Crazy. better teams than us. So yeah, I don't know. Unless Callahan's got some more razzle dazzle, you know. Uh, it's probably going to be another loss. What do you see as uh, – so you're picking Niners on that one, I guess. Yeah, just based on – yeah, they just uh, – they're they're a much better team. <laughs> and yeah. we just barely squeaked by the Dolphins. So <laughs> yeah, I just true. can't imagine. You just we... never know, though, how that goes, momentum and stuff like that in the league. Here's the thing. I know I, this is like my my brand, this podcast, I guess. I'm not sure Tua is that good. I just don't understand how the Niners are that good either. Like, I, 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 I've seen some of their games. I get their defense is pretty good and Jimmy G, obviously. But yeah. it's not obvious what they're great at. Like, they do a lot of under – you know, they do, they run a Shanahan offense. Uh, so, so, yeah, I, I'm just not sure I understand what is – so effective about them aside from you know a typical Shanahan offense Brita and uh and uh the guy from Atlanta what's his name the running back Devin um, Coleman have, have yeah. both looked really good but um I, I guess if there's a defense that would know how to diagnose and stop that it'd be you guys is theoretically yeah I guess I mean or did this coordinator not work with the Shanahan's? Maybe he didn't. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't think Callahan was on staff 
with them. I think he came I think he came after, right when Jay was hired. I think they scooped up Callahan from Dallas. Got it. So um, my theory just so got thrown out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's the whole staff's pretty much been overhauled. And uh, you know, there may be I don't even know. There's there might not even be any players that <laughs> left on our team that played with yeah. them. There may be a few guys on defense that would know a little bit. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. That's interesting. Well, but, uh, yeah, maybe not. I was regardless, trying to find a I just, there. yeah, I don't think there's much of one. <laughs> I think that uh, I think their defense is pretty solid, especially their defensive line. I think they're going to get a lot of pressure on us. Yeah, and um, if they shut down. You know, Callahan's trying to lean on the run game. If they shut down that, then, I mean, all they have to stop other than that is Terry McLaurin, and right. that's basically it. So yeah. I don't, I don't see us uh, doing great against them. <laughs> all right. Well, we're agreed on that one then, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but next game, Giants, uh, Cardinals at the Giants. Your guy. Kyler Murray uh, coming into New York City to play Danny Dimes. Man, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't uh, – Cardinals 2-3-1, and one, Giants 2-4. and four. Obviously, I'm cheering for the Cardinals, um, but it's in New York. I don't know. Do you, have a, do you have a gut feeling one way or the other on this one? Uh, yeah. This is this – is a- toss up for me it's uh I don't know because the 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 Giants they haven't looked I mean they show flashes but old Danny Dimes hasn't looked great the past few weeks more more like Danny Nichols these days (laughs) um Um, but anyways (laughs) I don't I just I don't know. I I I think I'm gonna go with Giants just because the Cardinals they home haven't field. looked they haven't looked too great either. Yeah. yeah. And home field advantage. Um I will say that obviously the Patriots ended up trashing the Giants. Yeah. But er, early on in that game, their defense was looking pretty aggressive and stout. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know if they can kind of ride that uh mentality in the Cardinals I think they would obviously they would shake Kyler a lot more yeah than T Brady th- think if that defense like just the way the division is pe- playing out right now where there's not a like a great team or at least not one yet um think if that defense had Olivier Vernon and and Landon Collins still like the Giants would be in the mix for the division I mean they I guess they technically are, but they would they would probably be pretty strong in the mix for that division. Tech, technically, uh, the Redskins are now too. I mean, we're only well, two true. games out of first. <laughs> Everybody's in it right now, but uh, I guess if, I, if they they would definitely have the best defense. Yeah, in, in, yeah, no, you know, they would, and they would look. Yeah, they would look really good. Um, thank you would, again to to uh, Gettleman. Yeah. Shouts yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, I don't know. I think I think the maybe the, the Giants D will um kind of come up big for him this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Giants on this one. Where are you at? You know, I I think Giants is definitely the right pick. I just think though that um I just don't want to pick them if I'm being totally honest. So I'm going to go Kyler there. Yeah. I hope that hopefully since he only wears one eye patch underneath his eye, like that will (laughs) deflect enough sun that he'll be able to make some, some baller throws that really doesn't make any sense. Like either wear it for both sides and deflect the sun or don't wear it. Like, why do you have one on? That doesn't make any sense. Are you blind in the other eye? That's gotta Um, be. (laughs) So frustrating. Just glass, glass eye. Uh, <laughs> that's got, yeah, and, that's, that's, that's worse than the RG3 one sleeve, you know? Yeah, that's kind of become a thing at this point. The, the, one, the, one, sleeve. the one sleeve. 
yeah. I mean, they only they only need the that good compression in the one arm. Yeah, to stay um, warm and snugly on that one side right. there. But, and I'm not even sure it was his throwing arm that he wore that sleeve on. You know, it definitely it wasn't was. because he wore the whole glove because he like thought he was Michael Jackson. Remember? Oh, right. Yeah. So he wore the whole thing on his left. What a what a gem a, that guy was. I miss yeah. those days. RG uh, and DC. Those I are... missed 2012. I missed 2012 RG3. After that, no, 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 no. Dead to... I'm talking about the fun RG3. Don't don't uh, ruin it with those. Uh, you mean two... <laughs> right? <laughs> After 2012, he was dead to me, and then that's when I had no use for him, and I just follow him on Twitter just to grumble. <laughs> your your hate follows of him are my favorite. Whenever I see those texts come through, um, nobody annoys. Anyway, me more oh it's clear uh him and zalas but uh yeah i think right. kyler kyler somehow gets it done here's what i really think patrick peterson has been floated in trade rumors this week all week long i think that that m- makes him upset i think he comes up with a big play somehow he gets that defense to rally around him they make a big play on danny dimes uh cardinal squeak it out by like three it's not going to be a not going to be a it's going to be a close one in my opinion but we'll yeah. see what happens there yeah well i mean he's almost guaranteed to get one interception i would think the way danny's going i mean he's yeah. usually good for about two per week yeah so that could so, be the difference all right. at least we defer there uh or we uh offset there all right last game in the division sunday night football eight fifteen. kind of a toilet bowl type game <laughs> way these two have been playing uh but we go down into the big d try to send dallas into a full spiral i mean if if they lose this game on national television jerry will lose his mind um and and meanwhile like it's not like philly some midwest you know hope podunk town they're already looking for reasons to burn down buildings based on three and three start so a pretty explosive situation happening down there in Dallas this week. Um, yeah, desperation time in Big D. Where, where, where are you going with this one? I I don't know if this is based in any kind of reason or not. It more than likely isn't. It's more just pure hope and giddiness <laughs> out of what could be. But I'm going Eagles on this. Just I to just, try to I, see the meltdown. Yeah, I think more than anything, it's just I want to see chaos ensue. I want mayhem in Dallas. I want people running around with torches, setting things <laughs> on fire, just beating each other up, looting stores. Well, it also that, takes us a step. No, I want all of that. Do all of that. Loot the stores. Oh, I agree. Okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> They deserve it. I don't know why I hedged. Because you're trying to be nice, and I I understand that, but these are desperate times, and we need Dallas uh, to point the finger at the the dark one, a.k.a. Jerry Jones. I will say that um, uh, the other thing is is that it takes us a step closer to your prediction, which I've I've jumped on, that Dallas and Washington end the season with the same record. Yes, (laughs) let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, oh man, that would, that would be incredible. Be, that's as good as a playoff berth, I think. <laughs> yeah, for all of us, honestly, <laughs> that would just be incredible. But um, you know, I'm really nervous about this game. Here's why: I'm I'm mainly nervous because, like, for you, it's a it's a you're just loosey goosey having a good time, seeing whose head falls off, <laughs> right? <laughs> for me it's um you know everyone's already looking at reasons to to try to say Carson isn't the guy Carson can't get it done and I truly don't understand those arguments at this point if you just watch the team week in and week out but the one thing that I'll give some credence to if that's the right word I don't think it is uh is that he has struggled credence with Clearwater credence yeah Clearwater, yeah he struggled with Dallas like um 2017, obviously, he didn't struggle, but but otherwise, we have struggled, and and the combination of Doug and Carson just hasn't performed against Dallas, even when they're not very good. So 
that concerns me uh, because it's Dallas, obviously. And um, right. it's been weird. Like, he's had great games when we go down there. But for whatever reason, he's, he's kind of mirrored his counterpart, Dak, when we're down there and just not been able to get <laughs> the job done. So that, that's in the back of my head. Um, I do think, though, the Eagles – Doug Peterson all but – I mean, he guaranteed that we would win the game, basically. Uh, in his press conference. I saw I that. that. Yeah. So he's never bold of Doug. Very especially bold. After, very especially after firing Zach for talking too soon. Yep. I think, I think there's some stuff going on in that locker room that Doug is trying to get a hold of and, uh, and it, you know, rally the guys around. Is Carson causing problems again? I don't know if it's Carson as much as like the I think the, the defensive secondary being as weak as it is 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 causing a lot of issues. Like even Malcolm Jenkins, who's like you know one of our stud leaders, uh, basically said after last game, yeah, if these guys can't play outside, like that's what we do as a defense. So they shouldn't be on the roster. They shouldn't be on the team. And I don't know. It's kind wow. of tough because that's who's on our team. <laughs> so, right. And you have um, no other options healthy at the moment. Healthy, right. So, I mean, we do this week, thankfully. Um, and even though Jalen Mills isn't like a lockdown type guy, just his swagger, uh, I think, will help in the secondary. Um, but anyway, yeah. it's going to be tough. I do think Dallas Goddard playing and being healthy and everything for the first time against um, – Dallas with Carson is huge uh and uh and I also think Jordan Howard has a big day I think like you know 80 plus yards on the ground um so I think the Eagles get it done but I'm I'm like nervous and sick already about it yeah well I can imagine I I I don't uh I don't know what that feels like (laughs) you know I've I'm just hanging out. <laughs> just I'm like the senior at the end of the school year that's just got you know nothing to do and just causing trouble, waiting just for being it. cool. Yeah, being cool, Breeze. It's just <laughs> what I do. But like I tweeted to you earlier this week, I don't. There's nobody more dangerous than a man with nothing left to lose. And that's a great point. That's me. So I'm just a dangerous boy right now. Um, but what yeah, case I can imagine. Out? And starts a diamond, and you guys get to two wins, and oh. uh, you know who knows what happens. Ah, uh, well, then that could change things, but uh, I don't see that happening. So let's not yeah. dream. Well, I'm just saying we could. I mean, the fact is, the division leader, regardless of what happens Sunday night, is going to have four wins. You know, yeah. So if the Eagles win, um, it that would go a huge, huge way into making our season uh, just the way the schedule lays out. If Dallas wins, it's still a really tough road for them. They have, because all the games that they've played that are, we've made fun of that are cupcakes. We still get to play those games. The Eagles have, but but we haven't played them yet. Right. Uh, Whereas they have the tough part of their schedule all in front of them. So it's going to be like, if they win weirdly, it it, it, it kind of opens up the division even more if that's possible because uh they're you know they're gonna they're not gonna win out so right yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens because if they don't if you guys win then I think they're gonna spiral out of control um yeah after starting three and0 to then be at 500 <laughs> I think that locker no no that locker they're at, they're at oh wait are they at 500. Yeah, they're out. Oh, wait, no, yeah, you're right. No, actually, oh, right. <laughs> so <laughs> to to lose four in a row, oh, uh, it'd be that, amazing. that locker room will just be in twill. So, and I don't getting, think Amari's yeah. playing. Well, that's actually uh, yeah. That was a point I was going to make. Is I he seemed like he was going to be out for a little bit with that uh, thigh bruise. Yeah, um, you got to massage got, the thighs. Yeah, I got dinged up in the old quadricep. So, uh, that's going to – because, obviously, like you said, your guys' secondary is pretty much garbage or has been. Um, oh, it's just literal they're, trash. They're, they're only deep – they're only real receiving threat that, you know, is 
super worrisome is uh, Amari outside yeah. of that. I mean, G- Gallup can have some big games, but he looked terrible last week. He couldn't catch anything. Um, well, and he's pretty much tethered to Amari on – like, you know, he's not running deep as much. Right. Uh, he, you know, he's getting a lot of the underneath stuff because of Amari. I, I think even yeah. if Amari plays, yeah, he's not going to be 100%, you know. So. Yeah. Right. So that'll be, that's, that's big. That could, uh, that could help the cause. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. But I guess we both agreed on that one. Uh, yeah. All that being said. So if we had to go uh, around the league with our guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick, shout out to him back in the starting role, I think. Back. And, uh, he is. <laughs> he's back. The Birdman got benched once again. Um, <laughs> Fitzy is back. Fitz, he's back in the starting role uh, on that so glow if look, up. If we look around the league, I think the most interesting game, or one of them, is Seahawks-Ravens in Seattle. Uh, young Lamar going against, I to me, easily the MVP this year, Nano Bubbles himself. Nano Bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Russ I think unbelievable. He's, yeah, he's been incredible. The way he's playing, he's uh, he's pretty much unstoppable right now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That'll be that'll be a tough one though because uh, Ravens, they're they're pretty stout. Um, well, they've been in a little bit of a downfall here lately. What is their record at right now? You know? I think they're. Um, I think because they started out too. really hot. They were okay, four and two. Well, I'm not sure. torching, yeah, no, they were they were torching everybody at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and I mean Lamar's looked really good. He has, yeah. Um, I mean he's making yeah four and two, four and two. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good game. I think Seattle is always a tough place to come into and play. Yeah. Um, uh, this is a, another tough call. I think real quick while you're thinking about that, did you did you see by any chance? I can't remember if I texted it to you or not. That sequence uh, where Russ's helmet wasn't working. Did I did I send that to you? I don't think so. Okay, I'll, I'll, you got to see this. This guy, um, I think it was Warren Sharp or one of the analyst guys on Twitter. Um, put up this video of Russ and basically Russ is at the, at the end of the half last week, Russ's helmet stopped working the, you know, microphone system or whatever. Yeah. So he couldn't hear Carol or whoever their OC is and uh, had to call the plays on his own, like entirely. And what they basically diagnosed how he was calling the plays based on the defensive schemes. So he would like quick, get him up to the line call something look at what they were doing based on that adjust and he like took them bang 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 down the field and scored scored a touchdown I mean and it's un it's like it's like uh what's that movie um beautiful mind type stuff like it's it's crazy when you see the sequence that he's going through mentally and then the way he executes the plays like I was just dumbfounded by that guy I need to take a look at that. I but I think with that in mind, player coach. To, yeah, yeah. But with with him with that in mind, knowing that you know he's playing at that level right now, I don't know how I could how I could bet against him and Ciara. Yeah, um, that's kind of how Ciara. Yeah, that's how I was leaning as well. I Seahawks the way they're playing, also playing at home. It's tough. Uh, tough place to play. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I found it hard to see the Ravens pulling that one off. Yeah. Um, oh, time for another hot take. Does that mean that we agree on all the picks again? Nope. I picked the Cardinals <laughs> over the Giants. I don't know if you oh, heard that, uh, that siren, but it's time for another hot take. I think the Seahawks will beat the Niners uh, for the division this year. Whoa. I don't know if that's, is that considered a hot take? I don't know if that is. I don't know. The way they're playing, I feel like it's <laughs> probably just a take. 
And I think the Patriots are going to win their division <laughs> as well. So you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard that here first. All right. So that is uh, around the league with our our guy, our friend Nears, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, Chad, we changed it to oh, touch yeah. on real quick for that kind of fits into around the league from last week. How about the Pope just blessing the Saints prior to their game? <laughs> Unreal. That was so I mean, great. That's incredible. Just sending out tweets, hashtag Saints, giving them some of those <laughs> blessings. I want to know how the skins can get on some of those, can get in some of those blessings. We could use a few. <laughs> they need it. The old the, Pontif- the, Pontifex. The, the uh, comments on that thing were incredible. Oh, man. Some of those comments were so good. That was gold. For the Saints. Saints, by the way, just continue to win without even their best player. Just believable. They're so good. They're doing work. Sean Payton. He's he's a coach. This is not really around the league, but I do think it warrants our our touching on it. Uh, Yeah. um, The Cuzzy, Pat McAfee put up a t- poll on Twitter the other day asking if the uh, Cowboys should trade for – or which team – no, I'm sorry. Which team Cam Newton should get traded to because of the way Kyle Allen's been playing. Oh, right. Yeah. And some, and, he, and then he, he said the Cowboys is the right answer uh, uh, for, like, in just benching Dak. And Cowboys Twitter just wow. went ballistic. And it was so glorious to watch. <laughs> Not, not to mention, it would be glorious to watch Cam, like, just be Cam in Dallas. Yeah. Oh my word! Could you imagine? He's already outlandish with those outfits and so ridiculous. Could you, could you just imagine how crazy and bizarre he would start being when he's getting that that type of media attention? Yeah, and then having to also one up because, like, right now he's like got Greg Olson, Christian McCaffrey. Like, nobody's looking for attention in that locker room. And then once he has to start competing for bull-nose, bull-ring-nose Zeke and, you know, the rest of Dallas, he would – who knows what levels of insanity he would reach. Yeah, it would be insane. I need need that in my life. There's just no doubt he wears a live peacock on top of his head at some point, squawking and everything. Just, just sitting there on top of his, <laughs> on top of his head. Just wearing it as a hat. Yeah, there's no question. Like it's completely normal. Yeah, <laughs> I believe yeah. it's good stuff. Anyway, anything else before we, uh, before we call it a week? Obviously, uh, listeners, we're we're looking more. We are trying to do a little more future facing um, content rather than just recapping what happened last week. So let us know what you think about that. Yeah. But uh what 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 else you got for us, Chad? Uh I have a a hero we don't deserve, but Oh need. If that's what's here. I can never remember. What do we call that? Hero we don't deserve but need. Yeah. Uh, I that think sounds it's... right. <laughs> hero we don't need but deserve. <laughs> that's it. That's it, but do the other one. I like that better. <laughs> hero we don't deserve but need. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my hero my hero this week uh an old old chap uh like a 76 year old dude rented a plane to fly over hard rock stadium dolphin stadium in miami with a fire bruce allen sign oh behind it unbelievable (laughs) wow it was gold um where I believe it yeah it's uh help yeah the the banner said help skins fans fire bruce allen exclamation point oh my Just gosh flying overhead um he he was asked about it by a reporter and he just simply said i hope dan snyder paid attention and might try something different <laughs> wow so money well spent my friend just oh, clearly he listened to my hashtag fire Bruce Allen segment every week he can thought he would jump in and join join the good fight so thank you by the way old DM guy. us DM us old guy we've got a special gift for you for, for we do. taking Chad's advice so 
Yeah. Hit us up on I'll, that. Uh, that's crazy. That's, that's, I mean, at what point does this become every media personality with ties to the skins has basically denounced their fandom or Bruce himself or like, yeah. it's, it's just wild that, that uh, he survived all of this. I know. And I just, if, if he somehow makes it through, you know, obviously he'll make it through the rest of this season, but come off season, if come start of next season, if he's still in his position, I just, I, I give up. I just, <laughs> I don't, it, there's literally no, no r- rhyme or reason to that. I mean, his, his winning percentage is horrible. He's, done absolutely nothing. I don't even think speculating that he's staying uh, in his position because he's going to get us a stadium deal with his ties and stuff. I don't even know like what I feel like all his ties and everything that they were talking about have kind of fallen through. So it's just like, what purpose do you serve? Like, what, what would you yeah. say you do here? Well, <laughs> <laughs> and what ties are going to want to publicly, you know, be associated with him with the way that yeah. things are going you know in terms it's dc too it's like the most everyone's so aware of what people think about yeah you know public sentiment and all that so right uh, I, I would be so, shocked that he's still there but the good yeah. news is you'd have at least you'd still have your guy rg3 staying ready down in raven's flock keeping you uh keeping a seat warm for you in baltimore if you need it yeah well i don't know i just <laughs> i can't win I've got nowhere to go. <laughs> Just because of our I got right. I can't be as long as he's there. I can't. I can't walk together or whatever their thing is. Um, and Bruce, yeah, it's just I can't win. So yeah. I don't know. But hopefully this time, this off season, he'll be, uh, you know, replaced or um, moved to stadium like search. Head of stadium search or something, or like yeah. luncheon parties. <laughs> Head of garden parties. That should be his role. But That'd anyways, good... yeah. So, well, I think that about does it for this week. Uh, we will uh, be back next week to see where we landed on all of these picks. Go birds! And uh, why don't you take us out, Chad? Thanks for listening, everybody. This is your two most interesting men in the whole universe asking you once again to stay beastie, my friends. Stay beastie!